0: There we go. We're back. And it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman Kim Wade. Folks, I want to remind you the Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutters sponsors the hotline today 601 879 0002. com, And it's not too late for you to go to their website, schedule a Visit for them to come out and give you an estimate on your roof. If there's been roof damage or damage to your home, well, the name, roofing, gutters, complete exteriors, they do it all. So if you've had some damage, holler at them, completeexteriorsms.com. All right, folks, it's going to be an open forum today. You can add your nickels and dimes to the marketplace of ideals by calling 601-879-0002. And, of course, uh, Trash Wars, as Kingfish, Jackson Jambalaya, Calls it on his website talking about the uh city of Jackson and their attempts to pick up the garbage here in the city of Jackson. Uh the mayor uh announced that uh, uh folks, you 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 cannot convince me that the mayor is not coordinating with Richards on these lawsuits. We, the citizens of Jackson, we're just here to pay the mayor's bills to make sure him and his friends with bar cars get paid. So, uh the mayor is proposing to uh, uh, come up with an emergency contract on Wednesday. Uh, and, of course, uh, that's going to give Richards another bite at the apple, a year, two years. It looks like nobody really wants that contract. And uh, that's part of the tactics of uh, just make everything so messy nobody wants to fool with it. And uh, uh, Keither Stamps, former councilperson Keither Stamps, uh, put out a Facebook post uh, with his understanding about the garbage pr- crisis and how we got here. It's about a four-minute clip thereabouts. Well, I'm going to stop it at about the four-minute mark. And uh, he just talks about what the city has done and how we got into this predicament and basically that the mayor, Chalk Lamumba, has the whip hand and uh, he will continue to do this with the contracts for the city uh, because the power has been given to him. So I want you to just listen to the Keither Stamps. Uh, we might get Kingfish calling in here. He's got some inside baseball on what's going on here. And, of course, our morning host, Clay Edwards, covered the uh, financial tentacles of this uh, contract and city government back to members of the inner circle, of the uh, uh, CEO of this crap show. But anyway, for the time being, for the next four minutes, the person you'll be listening to is a Representative DeKeitha Stamps, formerly Councilperson Stamps. Mr. Stamps, take it away, sir.
1: Hello everybody, this is DeKeitha Stamps. Um, I got so many phone calls about garbage and what we should do and how do we get here. I figured I'd do a little video while I was out here on the farm today to just address the issue so I can stop saying the same thing over and over again. Um, it's, it's sad that we're at this point. But let me give you a little background. In 2013, when I got elected to the city council in Jackson, there was a minority contractor by the name of Ramelli. And um, when that contract came due, they asked me what I thought about it. And I just slightly said, I don't really like the team. So Waste Management went back to the drawing board underneath the Yarbrough administration and they Came back with uh, another contractor, uh, Robert Gibbs and Jamie Travis, who presented me a, um, a long term vision for the garbage contract, how they could partner with waste management and grow a business and do it with a mindset of having a multi-generational approach to growing a minority prime
0: in the garbage industry. So they started off with hold, hold, less than 10,000 houses, I believe it was. Hold it. I want to stop right here, and I'll make some comments as we go along here. Uh, City of Jackson decides that they didn't like the minority contractor that the Waste Management had, Romelli. I don't know who that is. I think I know some of the principals in there, but I'm not certain if it was the same group. Uh, so they decided to get—because now he said he didn't, he didn't have any problems with the service that was being delivered. He had a problem with— a problem with the makeup of the minority contractors. In other words, he wanted some new Negroes or they wanted new Negroes. Or these Negroes weren't sufficiently black. Whatever. But now my question is they chose the new group or they went along uh waste manager went out and got a new group that included Ravis, uh <laughs> Robert Gibbs and Travis Tritt. Hell yeah, I don't know who it, somebody named Travis. Uh and they were satisfied with that, satisfied with the service, yada, yada, yada. And they were also impressed with the fact that the minority contractors that they were selected by waste management was looking to build a generational business. All oh, that sounds good in the abstract. sounds cool, yada, yada, yada. But why is it the city of Jackson's business to be trying to create a generational business? Number one, that's one question. Two, what kind of skin was put in the game? I'm not saying they didn't put any skin in the game. But if the city of Jackson is going to be subsidizing people's dreams to have generational businesses, they need to start looking at that when they start taxing people, when they start failing to deliver city services that causes business that already exists that were formed under the uh, uh, sweat and labor of some individual who s- sweated behind those uh, uh, hot chicken uh, friars serving plates and things like that. Are you willing to do that for them? This is where I think government is going off the rails here. It sounds noble to want to do that, but why them? Why not me? Why don't you come to me and say, Kim, you interested in a generational business? Uh, yeah, we, we're subsidizing it. But anyway, that's just one thing about the whole minority contract set aside concept. Go ahead, let's hear the rest of Mr.
1: And The next time they had a few thousand more, and, um, you know, that was the plan, to to grow that relationship and partnership, um, to build one over, you know, build a prime contractor over generations. And everybody agreed. You know, we went through a few ups and downs with it as well, but um, at the end of the day, everybody agreed with it. And they were on a trajectory to pick up. I think they were at 17,000 houses when I left the council, and they were planning to do in the mid 20s this time. So about 43,000 houses in the uh, on the contract. So they would have been the majority person in it. Um, in the meantime, um, the city council changed over, mayors changed over, and the thought process uh, was to change how the government was structured. And that maneuver really destabilized contracting because all the mayor's doing is using powers that the city council gave him. So you can't really fault him for using powers that it gave him because the city council, um, some of the same members who supported uh, changing the clerk's office and putting it from the city council's purview to the mayor's side uh, are opposing some of these maneuvers. But, they, but the council gave him the power to do that and that started the destabilization of contracting because at the bottom of every contract you have the signature of the mayor and you have the signature of the clerk um at the the bottom of every emergency declaration and all that so when the council gave the mayor the clerk's office you basically destabilized the powers of government and there's no more balance of powers no more separation of powers which are basic fundamental hallmarks to um to america (laughs) So when they did that, they really threw a lot of things off. And so, um, beyond that, now the mayor can call the emergency declaration on his own without even having the council do anything. And um, he can do an emergency contract without having a a head nod from the council president. You know, one of the things that Tony and I did uh, in 14, when... He became mayor, and I became council president. Um, All our people knew that when I leaned forward and said, "So noted, Mr. Mayor," that meant the argument was over. We're not going to embarrass ourselves, our family, or this city in the open public. And when he leaned forward and said, "So noted, Mr. President," they let his people know that we're done with this argument. We're going to go behind closed doors and figure this thing out. And so that's
0: there we are. There we have it, folks. The council, three branches of government, the council gave up uh, its power to the mayor, seceded or ceded, I should say, the authority to have the city clerk's office under the council and put her put that uh, put that position rather under the mayor. And uh, what the Keitha points out is that uh, in order, basically, for the official acts of the council, or uh, for the city rather, just requires the clerk's signature and the mayor's signature. Uh, that seems awfully over the top. I thought the council spoke through its board, and the board spoke through its minutes, and the minutes were signed off on by the clerk. So she's signing off on stuff just that the mayor says. Seemed to me there'd be a legal challenge, but that's for you legal beagles. And there's plenty of you guys hovering around like vultures over this city. Uh, we're getting ready to spend more money on lawyer fees, money that we could be buying garbage trucks, uh, uh, the materials we need to run the city, but it's all going towards lawyers' fees. I listened to the mayor's press conference today uh, and um I'm convinced based on the mayor's wording, how he spoke about the lawsuit that Richards is bringing, that he had foreknowledge of the lawsuit, that's the impression I got from his comments, then I would not be surprised if they're not working together to screw over the citizens of Jackson. Folks, they don't intend to give us any relief. Our government at all levels, not just here in the city of Jackson, these people own the government. They're not just people who are in those positions for the time being, though they are, they uh, they own the government. That's the reason why there won't be any reform for the vote fraud that's going on because the vote fraud is not about parties. The vote fraud is about incumbents. Once they show a guy, hey, man, we can keep you in that seat, you just can't be voting for no voter reform. You can't be doing that kind of stuff. And if it does, it's got to be some meaningless reform. And it's the same thing here. As the Keith has said when he leaned forward and he said, so be it, gave the nod, his folks, his votes, knew to stand down and if the mayor did it, his folks knew to stand down. I've told you folks, America has just evolved into gangs. And what you have here, the city council thought they were doing something judicious by giving the power of the clerk over to the I mean the authority of the uh the office of the clerk, city clerk, over to the mayor's, the executive branch, why they would do, but, you know, I think it goes back to what you're getting in too many of these elected positions are people who really don't have any skill sets. They have degrees. Now, don't get me wrong. They have credentials, but they really don't understand how things work. And to be quite honest with you, they don't try to learn. So the mayor has the whip hand. Uh, He's going to continue to do this. He's going to continue to create these tempests in the teapot, generating all these legal fees. People say, well, Kim, if you were to be mayor, you know, the city needs to have an audit. Where would the money come from? All you got to do is stop all these lawsuits. There's got to be five million dollars in legal fees the city has not budgeted for, but has to come up with every year. Now, I keep telling you, folks, listen, ain't no, there's nobody coming to save you. If you don't exercise some common sense. And when the city council gave the mayor the uh, put the city clerk's office under the executive branch. Maybe in their mind they were thinking, well, you know, we won't have any corrupt mayors in there who would do things against the interests of the city. And then, teeny did we realize chalk lines, the was lurking in the background. Of course, he was so short. Nobody saw him back there. But nonetheless, we are where we are. It is what it is. It's not going to get better. It's not going to heal itself. And then somebody down at the city council today, uh, one of the citizens had the nerve, the unmitigated gall to call Councilman Kenny I. Stokes a stool of the white man. Basically called him a Republican. That's worse than calling him a son of sin or Satan. So this is what has devolved. Uh, the mayor thinks he's got his weight up enough that he can now take over the city by stomping into the Dwight Kenny I. Stokes. And if he smashes Kenny I. Stokes, he does own the city of Jackson. Our right, number 601-879-0002, 601 complete exteriors, MS.com. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back, and it is, it's Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios, and I want to remind you, folks, Mayo Auto Clinic down there on Highway 18, that's right, folks, troubleshooting is what they do, and they troubleshoot diesel engine. you need diesel repair, excuse me, you have a problem with your car that just hasn't been resolved, and you've been a thousand places, and they're giving you, look, I'm telling you, they're good at what they do. Now, you got to understand, troubleshooting is a, is is something that comes with years of experience to get it done right. And there are a lot of things, you know, people say, well, uh, when you tell somebody who has a skill, hey, what you're charging is too much, not compared to the fact that you can't do it. And what you're learning and what you're paying for is their experience down through the years. That's what you get at Mayo Auto Clinic. You get some folks who've been doing this a long time. They've seen some things. So check them out online. MayoAutoClinicMS.com, schedule your... Appointment to go down there and have them check out. Uh, excuse me, check out your automobile because you just had not getting any. You're not getting any satisfaction, and you want to keep your automobile, so they can help you do that. Mayorautoclinic.com on Highway 18 there in Raymond, Mississippi. All right, folks. <clears throat> what you just heard was the mayor uh, is in a unique position by having having. Now we're out of mayor. We're going to bounce back out the power. We'll put the clerk back up under the city council. And for the purposes of, because you can't give, I mean, we're past the stage in America where we just have statesmen who rise up and go in the office and do their job and leave. It's now everybody. this is a money grab. So tomorrow we're going to be having Aaron Banks, council person from uh, Ward 6. He'll be in the studios and he can talk further about that. Well, you know what? He, I don't know when they're going to have the vote tomorrow. He may not be able to make it because they've got the uh, meeting tomorrow. So I don't know what time that's going to be. If he makes it, he makes it. If not, then we'll reschedule him. But uh, Councilman Aaron Banks is uh, proposed to be on here on tomorrow. We'll see. But in the meantime, folks, again, our government is broke. This is why I was surprised. And like I said, the person represented themselves as if they represented the Fondren Business District who called my phone yesterday. Uh, I don't know why the Fondren Business District would be. Of course, I guess it doesn't do them any good. To uh, uh, be hostile to chalk lines Lamumba, but to be out there advocating for him is another thing. But you know, whatever. Uh, If you want good government, you're not going to get it from this guy. Now, what I think is going to happen in between now and uh, the next election here in the city is the mayor's going to be offered a seat, a position there in Washington D.C. Him and Derek and Benny they're 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 riding Ace Deuce on this. what I believe is just the corrupt cartel cabal. And uh, because the mayor has proven himself to be uh, totally indifferent to the needs of his constituents, willing to shaft them at every turn, he's due for a promotion. He's due to go to Washington, D.C. So they'll find some position for him to go up there and be important, strut around there like a monkey in a suit. And uh, uh, that'll leave the race here in Jackson wide open question is why would anybody want it Kim what's on your mind as I watched the city council uh, proceedings this morning I'm thinking mm. I remember what old Jim, what Jim uh, uh, what was Jim uh, Jim uh, James uh, Jim Evans when uh, when they first was talking about bringing a hundred black men to Jackson they said Jim you'd make a good president when well, we're trying to bring this group here and Jim said a hundred Negroes? I got to be in charge of a hundred Negroes? Oh, no. Who? look at the time. Look at the time. Got to go. Got to go. And that's what I was looking at when I'm watching the. And the thing about it is then they had some guy stand up. Oh, they. You got three Democrats voting because a Republican said, "Bruh, if this is where your head is. And he was an old gray head fellow, too, like myself. Bruh, this is the reason why our community's not going to get on its feet like this if we don't beat back those black races in our community, if we don't put them and make them heal and stand down, we are not going to be able to convert all the opportunities that have come to uh, uh, come to us over the last 60 years. We're not going to be able to convert them into anything. You're seeing evidence of that now with our kids. They're running amok. And yet these old heads still got to get up there and try to show how, how black they are and, talk about what they did. And many of these folks who talk about that they didn't do anything in the 60s and the 70s. I mean, they weren't part of the uh of the movement. Dr. King, he didn't have that many folks following behind him. When he came to Kenton, man, there was a lot of folks stood up on the porch and watched the parade go by. So don't buy in this stuff that everybody out there was a Mandela or Huey Newton. That wasn't the case. Our right, number is 601 879 let Let's go to Mark. Hey, Mark. You on there? Let's
2: go to Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. What's going on, man? How you doing, buddy? The thing that just made the money
0: You that,
2: uh, the Yep. I'm Turn
0: your radio down, Mark. That's why you're having problems.
2: It's that uh, there was no plans in place to take this over. I mean, none of the councilmen, nobody, I mean, they had all this time, but they nobody came up with an alternate plan. They just took it as it was and, and thought, well, we'll just deal with riches. They didn't have no, uh, no other plan.
0: Well, the plans were well. They did they did not put out for bids this last time around, when they knew the uh, the deadline was coming up. But now they don't have anybody who wants to bid on the on the contract.
2: That's what I'm saying. I mean, they they had over what six, eight weeks, nine weeks, mm-hmm. knowing all this was coming down, but they didn't have a garbage company lined up. They didn't have nobody to talk to. So what were they going to do anyway, other than not get us garbage picked up? It just doesn't make any sense. All those folks set up there on that council. Out of all of them, one of them should have said, well, look, I got a a proposal from this garbage company. Another one just, I got a garbage from this garbage company. But, you know, they don't, they didn't have nothing to to even show him. Even if they did go through with the meeting, they had nothing to go back on. You know, all they had was Richard one way or the other. Right. You know, and that's what gets me is it's on the city council, it's on the mayor, it's on all of them because none of them had sense enough to do their job. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't I mean if
0: something yeah. if
2: I was against something and knew I was against it and wasn't going to vote for it I would have had an alternative plan mm-hmm. But there was nothing in the works. There wasn't even nobody to talk to. They didn't try to talk to nobody Didn't say you know we're trying to get it with this guy. They, they didn't even try that, you know, and that that's just what gets me Kim So you know y'all talk on that. but That's just what aggravates me so much none of them did nothing Other than fight between themselves because the way the situation is, and everybody wants to be the head honcho and wants Mm -hmm. to say, you know, we're not going to take this from the mayor. What if you're not going to take it from the mayor? Then do something about it. Right. Have something you can show the man or show the people. Mm -hmm. Look, this is what we're trying to do. But they couldn't even do that. So I'll let y'all talk on that, Jim. I appreciate you, Bob.
0: Appreciate you, Mark. Yes, sir. Let's go to Mobile Bob. Hey, Mobile. Hey, man. How you doing, sir?
3: Did you uh, see the images of Trump at the uh,
0: at
3: the uh, M- M- MMA? Uh, I did uh, fighting the other night. I All the people were cheering him on right. when he was at the, when he was there.
0: Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, yes, sir.
3: <laughs> I don't think even Obama can they listen that kind of sentiment out of people. And of, course, and of course, Biden he's an afterthought. <laughs> no one would even look his way. You know when Barbara Mike keeps sending us all this nonsense from these liberals uh, putting down Trump. Mm-hmm. Is dude, we can send you that video of, of uh, thousands of people in an arena cheering him on, mm-hmm. seeing this crap for what it is so that they, they're doing to the man. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we know we know Trump is the most popular person in the world. They just because they can successfully cheat us. Doesn't it still doesn't deny that fact that we all know,
0: right? So it's I mean, it it's just all the junk you want. Well, I, I, I sent you uh, um, the breaking news uh, that I sent to Barbara Mike also uh, where Biden White House. Matter of fact, let me just uh, the Biden White House directly coordinated with the FBI to set up Trump in the raid of his home, according to new documents being released. There are new revelations coming to light about the federal FBI the FBI's unprecedented raid against President Trump as reported America first legal a judicial watchdog group records obtained from their investigation confirmed that FBI obtained access to these records through a special access request from the Biden White House on behalf of the DOJ. what they did folks on August 8 2022 the Federal Bureau of Investigation conducted a raid on the president's house. And the Biden administration's aide said they were stunned to hear of this development. Turned out they were in the middle of it. In fact, uh, they were behind the raid. Lego investigation into the circumstances surrounding the raid that the FBI obtained access to these records through a special access request from the Biden White House on behalf of the Department of Justice. It appears that the Biden White House and the DOJ coordinated to obtain Trump records and perhaps create a pretext for the law enforcement raid. See, the pretext is going to be important because that's the pretext is what they had to show to the federal magistrate to get the warrant, to get the subpoena, to get the warrant to go into the property. The pretext being faulty means that the whole case is going to be jeopardized. The whole special prosecutor is going to be jeopardized. It's probably gonna to have to go all the way to the Supreme Court to get justice. But what they're trying to do that this is why I keep saying God has his hand on this man.
3: Yeah, I think they were trying to, you know, find well, we know they were looking for a crime or something that they could link to a crime. Probably with this New York case, to try, you know, find some underlying, some other crimes so in order to elevate whatever right d- d- to this Define nonsense, a to find anything misdemeanor to a felony.
0: Right. Yeah, well, the uh, uh, what the FBI told the White House for the purpose of a fig leaf of a cover was that uh, uh, Trump had documents that pertain to classified documents that per- that pertain to immediate day to day threats and operation of the White House, and none of that was found, and yet that was the pretext that they got the special uh, war- they got the warrant from this uh, uh, U.S. magistrate down there. These people just lie, and the- Barbara, Barbara Mike, a man of God. There's no there's there's no amount of proof that you can show this guy that the side that he's on is is a basket of congenital liars. He will still look the other way. I'm telling you, this man's conscience has been seared. I don't know why he's wearing the turned around collar other than the cut hair. I don't understand. it.
3: Yeah. That vague, nebulous term uh, classified data that led to the day to day operation of the current White House. Right. What does that mean? Right. What specifically does
0: that mean? It's so open-ended, that's why they were able to do what they were doing. And if you look at the actual subpoena, what it says, anything with the word classified document on it. If he wrote classified document on a Post-it note and he didn't turn it over, he's in violation of the law and of the subpoena. And that's obstruction of justice. there
3: to be networks out there like Barbara Mike believe that the only thing that makes a classified document classified... They didn't watch you in the Mission Impossible
0: uh,
3: <laughs> old show. The only thing that makes a document classified oh. is the word classified on. It.
0: That's right. Uh, <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on that thought. We'll be right back. Boom, boom, boom. Right there? All right, Mobile. All right, folks, we're back and it is Tuesday. Sorry about that, Mobile. Sorry about that. Oh, that's OK. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like you said, it's tells Biden voters out there and uh, they feel like Bob and Mike don't. In their minds, it's, it's classified, if the word classified is on it. There's nothing else that makes it classified than the word classified being on it, any document, which, of course, is ridiculous. And who is the ultimate authority on what is classified if it's not the president of the United States? Right. And if he declassified it, then it's declassified. Well, you know it's the FBI is showing itself to be worthless right
0: now. Just totally corrupt. I mean, it's it's beyond corrupt. Uh and then also Bill Barr, his lies got exposed. Now he was just a day or two earlier talking about, oh yeah, that 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 uh classified document investigation that's really troublesome. Yeah, that's really tr-. And then this comes out, oh yeah, so he knew all about it that Trump was being set up. That guy there, I tell you. I mean, our beloved president, man, he is beseeched on all sides by traitors, from Amarosa to, to Bill Barr to all the rest of the folks who lurk around him. But God is sufficient to protect him. But now, like I said, the lie has been exposed. These are government documents. These aren't some somebody making these things up about what somebody said. This is the Biden White House documents.
3: It's, again, it's when no controlling legal authority is going to do anything, it's it's it almost frustrating to know this stuff. I mean, it's good to know, because we, you know, being in darkness isn't good either. But it's okay. What, are you, what is our what is our remedy? What do we do? It keeps coming back to that, and uh, it's getting to the point where it's, I mean, he's voting, but it, it, when these people cheat like uh, uh, like evil demons, what is what does good voting do. Uh, yeah, I'll vote because it makes it harder for them to cheat. I'm not going to make it easy for them to cheat. That's what it all seems like all our votes will do these days.
0: Right. Well, again, now, now my, from where I'm sitting right now today, on April 11th, uh, I don't think America's going to hold together beyond the end of the year. I, I mean, between their desire to start World War III, the collapse of the financial system. Matter of fact, uh, Mike Adams has a good show uh, on yesterday, yesterday, uh, I mean, it's just on all sides. America is at risk. And, uh, you know, though, you know, you hear me talk about a possible run for mayor. I, I don't know if there's going to be anything left. Because you got to understand, once these, these systems collapse, folks, uh, want, whether, whether it be the power grid or the supply chain, life stops. Really? I mean, it goes back to, okay, you better have kept some of those old uh, uh, carrot tops and celery ends and, uh, uh, potato eyes, and be ready to start growing some stuff. Then even then, you got to wait for it on to mature.
3: And not to mention all these sorry boys uh, in this country today that you know who don't who don't know what their pronouns is from one day to the next. Uh, you can imagine these folks trying to go through a Great Depression style America. Hmm. What the, what they'll do? Yeah, I mean, they, again during the last the Great Depression. We had our moral center. that's still sitting around God, and that uh, it still sitting around God. Like I said, it wasn't much different between what people thought in Mobile than what they thought in New York on the basic core beliefs. Now we might as well be two different uh, separate countries. Yeah. To, to an extent, the the, the rural areas in <laughs> New York are not that bad. Mm. It's the cities that hold them hostage. That's right. Maybe these people be able to break free if the country collapses. I agree with you. I'm 57, and this is the first time in my life I don't know what I'm going to deal with the next 10 years are going to hold. Or I mean, I might as well go spend all my money up now because I don't see 10 years left in this country.
0: Not, I mean, not not at, at present rate. There's just too many people who just simply will not do right, whether it's the mayor, Chalk Lines, Lumumba, or President Joe Biden. They just will not do right by American citizens. They're just not going to do it. Like they've got somewhere else to go with all their purloined loot, all the money that they may have taken under the table, on top of the table, side of the table, whatever. Uh, like they got somewhere else to go.
3: A lot of them who think they'll be a part of the ruling class are going to get uh, un- 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 uncharacteristically surprised. That <laughs> yeah, you thought you're going to be a part of the ruling class? No, you are You're, you're going to be just as so much of a plebe as everybody else here. Uh, the Bidens and whatnot, I think they'll be a part of the room. But, Joe Biden don't care. He'll be dead. Right. So he doesn't care. Yeah. That's, I, it just boggles your mind why they want to. Well, we know why. You know, the ultimate goal is the, this world government that they're bound and determined to get. Then <coughs> that's the reason for all of this. It's what's left for the United States after the collapse. We're only uh, the Middle East away. We're not accepting the dollar anymore away from that the United States is going under? Or once they decide they're not going to accept the dollar for
0: coal and gas anymore, and then that's that's the end. Yeah, I mean, and what that means is, okay, they send something over here, and you can't pay for it in uh, a currency that they want, or you don't have anything to barter. Also, oh, you just don't get it. That's how this is going to work. And you've been supporting blindly, people, and see, and you rejected anybody who 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 who, who would suggest, hey, man, you might not want to do that. This is going to call. This is going to bring the whole House of Cards down. Oh, see, you're a Republican. or you're a Democrat. I ain't listening to you. Okay. But see, I was hoping you had your own common sense, but that's not the case. Well, we got some difficult days ahead.
2: Yeah. All right,
0: man. Thank you, man. Folks, we have Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Hey,
4: Kim. How you doing? man? Hey, brother. What's going on? man, what bother me with people face my our my people we We don't hold people accountable, but we won't hold each other accountable. This problem we got with the garbage is strictly on the mayor's shoulder. We didn't have no problem with garbage until the mayor decided to fix something that wasn't broke
1: Precisely. so
4: I don't look at the city council as having them being the problem. It's the mayor's fault. he created this whole mess, and he refused to bring another vendor that they would vote on. It's an up and down vote the city council. If they don't approve of this, then you should go out and get another. But he refused to do that. Right. Now he's trying to get them to accept a six-year uh, contract. But the same people that they voted against three times—it's mm-hmm. the mayor's fault. It's something he's doing something illegal. But he's using his lawyer skills to try to manipulate the law to get what he wants instead of cooperating with the, with the city council. The water problem, the sewer problem, all that stuff is on the mayor's shoulder. But yet, you got people running around trying to take up for him, and they want to blame everybody. I ain't blaming nobody but Chuckway. We didn't have no problem with garbage until Chuckway decided to do something, fix something that wasn't broke. But we still won't hold him accountable.
0: Precisely. Well said, my friend. And you know, uh, we sit back, and as you say, we we want to blame everyone else. And this is my concern: we're alienate. Everybody who will be wo- who was willing to help us, we're ticking them off. We're calling them name all because this man and his cartel, his cabal of evildoers, want to take all the money for themselves, provide no services. What Clay was pointing out this morning uh, is the fact that there seems to be some uh, clear financial ties between the mayor's inner circle and this Richards contract and other businesses in the city that seems to be driving this man's uh, politics. This is, un- this is unreal, bro.
4: It is, because, you know, if he's not fighting for us, You can look at what he's doing. He's not concerned about the citizens because we're the ones that are suffering. If he was fighting for us, we would have had a garbage dispute solved last year. wouldn't have been on this road, but whatever he's doing is not in our best interest, and we ain't got sense enough to, to see it, but we still support it when he's not supporting us. That's why as blacks, we can't get ahead. As you would say, we self-check. Everybody's got garbage picked up and clean water, but the capital city with the majority is, is black, we, we can't get clean water, we can't get garbage picked up, all because we got a black mayor that we want to support him because he's democratic and he's black.
0: That's what I'm saying. We have, if the black community doesn't check these black races in and in, in amongst us, the is going to collapse. And then these same Negroes that broke the system are going to move out there with white folks. Just like Harvey Johnson did, they talk all that yep. trash, but when it comes time to break camp, they're out of here. They're just here for the money, bro. And
4: that's that's so sad that they would do us like that, and we so naive, so guttable, that we would turn right around and vote right back for the same people that putting the screws to us. Won't won't make a change. Sad. But I just don't understand it. They, to me, y'all don't want to do better. And then if you're not gonna treat me right, I'm not gonna support you. But they don't. With us, it doesn't matter. If you black,
0: you're all right. All right, Brother Jeff. Appreciate you, man. All right. We'll be right back. All right, folks. The final few minutes of the first hour of the Kim Wade Show. Hey, you thinking about what to eat tonight. You're thinking about your pie. That's right, folks. Everybody can get their palate satisfied. They can have pizza their way by purchasing it at your pie. Located at 340 Calhoun Station Parkway. You can stop by there. They'll have that pizza ready if you call ahead. 601-407-6400. They got keto they've got vegan they got vegetarian they got the traditional topics you can have it made any way you want a little heavy cheese on this side more black olives on that side more Canadian bacon on the other side what you can do it any way you want that's the way they roll at your pie go to yourpie.com download the app and there'll be savings at the checkout and other bonuses and opportunities just check them out they've always got something going where they're showing their appreciation to their loyal customer base. That's your pie. Call in number 407-6400, area code 601. Folks, the bottom line is lesser men and women, men in too many instances and women in too many instances who lack the the moral fiber to lead in the positions that they hold. And as a result, they're susceptible to corruption. And that corruption is going to lead to the destruction of our society, sadly you're still required to get involved. You're still required to put your shoulder against the wheel and fight the good fight of faith. If we're the salt and we believe the salt gives flavor, then we're supposed to stand. This is why I say to all those Democrats out there, why can't you stand amongst the party leaders and say what you believe? They tell you what they believe, but you don't have the courage of your own convictions that you've espoused because being about that life is hard. It's hard to be about that rhetoric that you talk. It costs something to be a maverick. You're going to be a maverick, you're going to take some arrows. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios. And this is your host, Radio Strongman, coming to you live from W.Y.A.B. Folks, also want to remind you that today is a special day today. Two days, there's two people. Uh, my friend Sheila Span has turned 61 today, so she says. And uh, she's enjoying her birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Dr. Span, And uh, you can all, folks, she is my diabetic, uh, uh, I guess, manager. And she's outfitted me with this Libra 3 uh, glucose monitoring patch and it uh uh monitors my intake of uh well my insulin generation and whatever i eat it registers em- you know immediately and you can see it on a chart uh you can get immediate readings if you put your phone up to it or it'll just go she can read it from her phone i can read it from mine and uh uh it's added a whole new dimension to keeping up with your glucose numbers so i want to commend her to you there's Diabetes 411, 411 Diabetes on the on the net. What is the Diabetic Wellness Center? Let me see, I got a card here. Diabetic Wellness Center. Let me get it right here. Since it is her birthday, I need to send a shout-out. And you can be a beneficiary of some of these great uh, uh, diabetic monitoring hints. Let's see. It's Diabetes Solution and Wellness Center. That's the name of the uh, her uh, counseling center. And... Uh, it's 411, why don't you have that on here? Anyways, Diabetes411 on Facebook, but anyway, call me if you got any problems. They're located right next to the hospital there in Canton, and uh, she's given me some good advice down through the last couple of years, and hat tip to her, happy birthday to her. Also, uh, it's happy birthday to Dr. John Witcher, candidate for governor. He has hit today's his birthday Santa, Shout out to John. John, enjoy your day also, and uh, uh, both of them are caregivers. So, hat tip to both of them, Doctor Span and Doctor Witcher, had a birthday on the same day. All right, folks, it is an open forum today. You can get things off of your chest. Uh, I did read a little bit to you. The uh, uh, Mar-a-Lago raid was planned, folks. This is the this is the precedent. Nixon Nixon had to resign for this. But our country has become so corrupt. The House of Representatives need to introduce articles of impeachment right now against Joe Biden for this act. And to all the barber Mikes out there keep saying, oh, he's guilty or something. Oh, they got him now. He's facing 136 years in jail. Folks, this is why when I uh, Chris calls here and try to say the Democrat Republicans saying no, no, no. There appears to be a wide gulf of difference between the two. Yes, there's corrupt individuals in both parties, no question about that. But there's no bottom, there's no bottom to the corruption and the wrongdoing that Democrats are willing to do. They just don't respect any laws. None. There's nothing that they will respect. Now they will enforce the law against you and talk about, oh, nobody's above the rule of law. Well, so Joe Biden shouldn't be above the rule of law. Nobody's above the law. Joe Biden's not above the law. Folks, these are the White House's own documents. The White House had to make up a lie in order to get the special uh, magistrate down there in Florida to issue a warrant to raid Trump's house. Otherwise, they didn't have a reason and they didn't find what they were looking for. This is why when I see Michael Guest fight as hard as he does for AOC and the squad in the deep state and yet he won't raise his voice on behalf of the J6, the president, or anyone else, his Mississippi values cry rings hollow. But that's okay, folks. At the end of the day, uh, I'm telling you, there's a fight coming to the, it's not just the black community, but to everybody, but to the black community in particular, you help usher in in all this madness that's coming on, that's coming down in this country. Bishop Robert E. Smith, who, by the way, will be in town next Tuesday. If you want to catch him at Bible study, uh, he'll be at 120 Hillcroft Place. If you want to come there, well, I guess he's going to be there. I don't know where he might be at the uh, center there in in in, uh, Brandon Crossgates, not Crossgates. Where is that? In Brandon. Anyway, I'll give you the exact address. Uh, He warned us before Barack Obama, when, when Barack Obama was still a senator. His spiritual man told him, he said, this man is going to unleash so much evil. So much evil is going to pass through this man into this country. And what we're witnessing is just that. So all you guys, all you grave diggers out there were digging graves for Donald Trump, he's still standing. And I'm of the mind that you're going to fall before he does. They made up a lie. And then after it happened, That little uh, uh, mophead girl that's supposed to be the spokesperson with that Muppet hairstyle. Jean, Kareem, Pierre. Oh, no, we don't know. We're just as shocked as you are about this here. And yet, all you people who kept saying Trump's a liar, I can't abide liars. Now you can't find your voice. The God that I serve is able. Whether I'm here to see the victory. Or not. He's able. And I'm telling all you folks who are betting against America. Betting against Trump. And clamoring for the fall of both. You're going to be sadly disappointed. But what you are going to get. You're going to get the wages of your consequences of your actions. You got in league with everybody who hated America because you thought you could tear down America and still enjoy the great lifestyle that America affords. You'd be able to ride around Kroger's in a buggy because food is so plentiful and pick things off the shelf. And people in most of the rest of the world are picking grain, crumbs, and uh, uh, excuse me, morsels of grain out of the dirt that the gleaners left, or I should say the harvesters left for the gleaners. And you can't figure out what side your bread is buttered on. Are you going to pay for this arrogance? You're going to pay for all this ingratitude? And to those who are patriots, Christian patriots and red, matter of fact, speaking of that, you need to check out the latest Buddy uh, Brown post on his uh, website, Buddy Brown on YouTube, Buddy Brown on Spotify, buddybrown.com. but you're going to regret that you did this because what we have here in America is nothing short of a miracle. In 200 and something years, those who believed in the power of Christ in this nation, created the most wealthiest, prosperous nation and advanced civilization 5,000 years in just 200 years the advances that we, think about it. Those of you in my age group, your granddad, grandmom who died in the 60s, 90, 100 years old, they lived through all those different times, horses and buggies and trains, automobiles, television, folks going to the moon, And you can't look at that with marvel, gratitude and thanks. All you can see is color. This is why I say to you, those of you who are following Benny and Derek Johnson and all the black racists amongst us, all you old black racists, you're destroying the black community. And what gets me about these black racists that you see down at the city council dropping salt on Kenny Stokes and others, is this here. They got white folks who think that they're just, they think that those Negroes hung the sun, moon, and stars. And this is what I notice about black people. They all got some white person in their life that helped put them in the game. But we'll get down at the state capitol, get in a group of black folks and all white people are a problem. And then when it gets close to the election, then on election day, only white Republicans are a problem. I told you last week about this phenomenon. When you hear blacks talk about Black Wall Street and Rosewood and the lynching of blacks, it's always white people did it. Not white Democrat, not white Democrat government, white people in general. But when it comes to 2023, it's white Republicans. Who put this in their head? Black people don't even know they're being manipulated. And their so-called spiritual leaders lack the depth to be able to discern this. Because they just got a degree from here or there or just say the Lord sent me. I'm a pastor now. Many of them are pastors. Many of them are preaching because they spent time in jail. They had nothing to do but read. And learn the Bible. And get versed in it. Don't mean that their salvation is damaged or tarnished. Don't get me wrong. Don't, Don't take that. But don't look, don't, don't look at it like, oh, yeah, I was called. No, you were set down. Just like many folks don't get a uh, GED or uh, uh, any kind of education until they go to jail. Because they won't sit down nowhere and listen. No, we're about to pay a price for all that we've done the last 30, 40 years with this foolishness. And to that man who lived over on Lavernette Street, who was at the city council meeting, Uh, basically calling Kenny Stokes uh, Uncle Tom for uh, not supporting the garbage contract. Bro, let me just say this here. Grow up. Now, you don't have to grow up. You can die in your inordinacy and that foolishness. But you're leaving nothing for your kids. But for the white folks stepping in and putting this water system back on its feet We wouldn't have clean water. You know it and I know it. Because they weren't even trying to fix it until they lured a white man into the net so they can eventually point to him and say, see, that white man and his mere presence here caused this problem. How are you going to say that the pipes are 100 years old and the white man abandoned them? That's why we got these problems. Hoss, if they were 100 years old, you knew that. It's like buying a used car and the tires are bad and you know they're bad. Well, I take it with the bad tires and then complain about the tires being bad. You knew you were going to have to buy some tires. And then when you do everything in your power to ensure that you don't have the revenues to cover the cost of replacing the pipes and you blame white folks and you think this is a way forward simply because you got gray in your head. No, if the black community and this, I'm saying this to my brother, Nettie Wittons and all the Nettie, you need to point those guns towards black people. If Mission Mississippi is not going to address black racism. Black racism amongst his elected officials. Black racism amongst this black businessmen. to shut it down. If we're going to play power politics, let's see how much power you got. And I'm telling you now, and I'm riding with the Duck Dynasty crowd. Let's go with Miss Louise. Hello, Miss Louise. How's how are you?
5: I'm, oh, in the Lord, I'm fine. I just had a couple of yeah. sheriffs.
0: Go ahead. Well,
5: one of them is, you're talking about pretty soon we're not going to be able to find stuff at the store. Right. I was there and spent $160 a few minutes ago, and I still couldn't find two things I wanted. <laughs> and I stopped at another store, and they didn't have it. So it started, honey.
1: The
0: shelves yep.
5: are half empty.
0: Yep. Uh, um.
5: No, really. And I agree with you about what's going on in my state capital. And I feel bad, and I'm going to keep praying. And I
0: hope you do go ahead and run, baby. Baby, I was watching that city council uh, uh, video on YouTube from on Jackson Jambalaya. My, man, I, mm. after watching that, I can see why Jesus is up there pacing the floor. He's supposed to have been oh. back here a long time ago. Oh, man. He's it's sucking his kidding. teeth. And, oh, no. Man, I got to go. From, mm. from, the
5: top, from the top to the bottom. One other thing, I'm not able to get your podcast because sometimes I miss part of the program and I want to hear it. Number number two, did you get my 14 men, who 14 people, that one man who visited the the uh, White House?
0: Yes, yes, George Sorrow's mm-hmm. son visited oh, yes, 14 too. times. Yeah.
5: Lord Jesus. But rate, anyway, dear, I, I'm praying for you and I'm, I uh, know God is in control.
0: Amen. Amen. Good to hear from you. Good to hear your voice sounding strong.
5: Okay, bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks. We have Kingfish on the line. Before we get to Kingfish, I want to remind you, Two-Gun Tactical, located at 667 Casey Lane in Flowood, Mississippi, near the Pearl End Highway 80 end of Flowood. Folks, you can stop by there and get you some gun training. You can go to twoguntactical.com, find out what the schedule is, or you can have a private lessons if that's what you want. Ladies, they have classes especially for the ladies. Victoria will take care of you. She's been well-received, and people love her class. They love the way she teaches. You'll be pleased with it also. So if you receive received a gun, you have a gun, never shot a gun, Victoria can help get you acclimated to being a gun owner and how to use your gun safely. com. They have handguns. They have rifles. They have whatever you need. And if you don't have a gun with you when you want to go shooting, you can borrow or rent one of theirs, and folks again, it's a great time. Had by what is it, thirty dollars for a half hour, and uh, then another fifteen dollars if you got somebody with you. That's pretty good. Uh, wait a minute, I got it right here. How long is that? Uh, let's see, thirty dollars per per hour, not a half hour, and fifteen dollars to add somebody with you. That's a that's a lot of shooting time. You can run through some ammo over there. So again, stop by Two Gun Two Gun Tactical. Now the new location. On uh, Highway 51 North at Lake Harbor, they poured the concrete and they're finishing it off this week. Here it looks like we have got some sunny days, so they're moving ahead on that. Hopefully by the uh, late summer, early fall, they'll be ready to open the doors there at Two Gun Tactical North. So check it out. With no further ado, the man. No, he did. Okay, no, don't don't take his call. Don't don't take his call. We ain't pulling with kingfish. Anyway, uh, Two-Gun Tactical, uh, I I do encourage you to get as much as your gun training. You're going to need it. Folks, I'm telling you that even, see, what happens, our system is collapsing slowly. It's like a house ate up with termites. It looks normal. It looks just, but the foundation, the low-bearing walls are are all rotted out. They're dry-rotted. You don't even notice it. You had not had a big, you had not had any pressure on the house. So everything's going to look normal until it's not, till it just collapses. And this is what's going to happen with our system. And I don't know what particular uh, uh, calamity that's going to befall us, that's going to uh, end life as you and I know it. It may be by regions. It may be, uh, uh, it could be an any number of things. Of course, with the dollar collapse, and they just had uh, somebody sent me a clip of the president of uh, Kenya in the last couple of days telling his people in a special uh, broadcast to the nation to get rid of their dollars. He says if you're holding American dollars. They will be worthless. In the next couple of weeks. Within the next couple of weeks. Nobody has faith in this. System anymore. And all those folks who have been selling us out. Piece by piece a little bit here. Because they didn't think anybody would notice. Well everybody's going to notice. And this is why I say those of you who work for the government. Oh. It's the good times now. But as I made it clear to you, and time is going to bear me witness, if you have not been briefed on where to go, where to gather your family to be picked up, to be taken to a secure location when things hit the fan, you're expendable. You and your family will be expendable. You'll be out amongst the people that you dogged out, mistreated, That would that include all you folks who work for the federal government in these confiscatory agencies, ATF and IRS and DHS and all you other folks who who've been mistreating folks. I just and all I've been asking down to you, man, just just pause and think. Are they telling me everything? To the DA's out there. Who's following George Saul? So- you know, this is the thing I was thinking about yesterday when we mentioned George Soros' name. How is it that they are so committed to making sure that they honor his contribution to their campaign and nobody else's? They say that George Soros' influence is what was behind the persecution and prosecution of. Officer Anthony Fox. That they had to provide George Soros with a scalp of an officer. And they did. So at what point. At what point. Does America get a fair shake? And that's all Don- And if you listen to Donald Trump's message, that's all he ever said. I want to give America, Americans, a fair shake of their own tax dollars. And Barbara Mike hates that. And many others hate that. And yet we have people who supposedly love us. The Benny Thompson, the Derek Johnsons, the Chalk Lions, Lumumba, who won't do a damn thing for us. Or oh, they make you feel good about being poor. They make you feel good about being a white, or excuse me, a black racist, but ask them to give of themselves. Derek Johnson ought to be worth seven figures minimum now, and he's been up there a couple of years as head of the NAACP, selling the credibility and the uh, lifeblood of black America to whoever is the highest bidder making charges of racism, using NAACP as the spear against anybody that hires them to go do that against their opponents. They've got clear records that the uh, Coca-Cola company did it. Or I should say the beverage industry, not Coke itself, the beverage industry. Because they didn't want the uh, uh, sugary drinks to be taken off the... uh, wick menus and uh be barred from being used for food stamps and so buy food stamps, purchases, et cetera. And they hired the NAACP. Folks, there seems to be not one person out there of integrity. And when I listened to that today on Kingfisher's website, Jackson Jambalaya, the met press conference on the City Hall with the mayor, I'm just struck by the racism of all these old blacks. And I was at lunch today, I was telling a young white lady. And it's like this with people in general. But don't think because you know a black person or, you know, a white person that that person's with you. If you don't know their heart, their integrity. The color of their faith, if as it were. They'll do some of the worst things to other people. And you'll do some of the worst things to other people. So I'm just telling you. We, we're we going to have to do as the white community did. Now, there'll be those that will, oh, racism ain't been extinguished. Well, neither in, in the black community either, and we got a longer way to go than they do. So the question is to the black caucus, to all these prominent blacks out there in the media, to Reverend Crudup, to Bishop, uh, what's his name over there? Bishop uh, uh, New Jerusalem. Are you going to end the racism, brother? Are you going to, that's the question I'm asking. Are you going to stop being a racist? Are you going to stop doing and saying racist things? Because if you can demand it of everybody else, why can't you stop doing it? Why can't we all just say, okay, we're going to stop doing it. We're going to start acting like we have some sense. Because black people feel like they have a right. And you know, folks, whenever you hear a black person say this here, you just think one thing, hepatitis 2. Whenever you hear a black person say black people can't be racist, run as fast as your feet will carry you. Those people are running a game. They're going to stick you with the green weenie. They're going to break it off in you. They're not going to do right. And all they're going to do is jack you for your pesos. So whenever you hear a black person say a black person can't, if you hear a white person say it, you know he's nuts or she's nuts. Well, black people ain't got no power. Okay. So racism is for people. So that means that Chalkway is a racist because he's got power now. He's got power over the contracts. The Black Caucus it has got voting power so they can be racist now, right? See, we say so many things that don't even make any sense. And the media will let us get away with it, won't challenge us. But I'm going to tell to the, uh, the greater community, the white community, anybody else, if you want to solve the problems in this state, in this city, in this country, you got to stamp out black racism and be willing to say so forthrightly. See, so when y'all stop being a racist, holler at me. But in the meantime, I'm going to play golf. I don't have time for Negro mess. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, folks, it's time on the water. It's time for you to stop by Smith Marine Cell. And folks, you've been having this on your bucket list. You want to get you a watercraft so you can enjoy that time on the water. Well, whether it's a seadoo or a ponton pontoon boat, you can get it all there at Smith SmithMarine. SmithMarineSales.com where's where you can go to check things out. We just want to encourage you, if you need service, they do that also. And they will service houseboats. Anything that floats, uh, they can take care of it. So, again, Smith Marine Sales is your one-stop shop. SmithMarineSales.com in Ridgeland, Mississippi. All right, folks, we got Marshall on the line. Hey, Marshall. Hey. Hey, Kim. How goes this How up? How are you
6: this afternoon? Great. Listen, you know, a couple of things on my mind. I listened to you earlier. I had to get some place where I could, uh, you know, collect my thoughts and, 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 and get back to you. But one of the things talking about this, this garbage fiasco mm-hmm. is – there's been, you've heard stipulations, well, we want two people on truck, we want this, we want that, we want something else. And as big a city with as many customers and as much money as we're talking about, I don't understand why the city of Jackson has not decided, I'm going to start collecting trash. And because they could, they could do lease purchase for trucks, whatever they needed, their employees. They could be assured that the benefits they wanted employees to have, they could give those employees the benefits without having to have a middleman. But here's the problem. It kind of plays into the water issue. Same way. Privatization, that's exactly what somebody wants, because if you're having to pay a government entity and you're pushing out to a vendor, a third party, not to say this is taking place, but it has taken place other places. Uh, you you get a little bit of trickle of that cash. Uh, it, it trickles down to uh, this person, then seems to be able to, like a salmon, swim back upstream to the <laughs> trickle-down period, people. You get what I'm, oh, where yeah. I'm going?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, you know, uh, uh, had t- touched on something like that uh, when he was explaining about how the original waste management contract, the, when he was there, how it was uh, constructed. But, you know, uh, the city of Jackson, and this is something that I, and I've said this before, look, whenever you have large congregations of Democrats and and then the subset Democrat heads, when it comes to garbage, you as a municipality or city government, you got to pay whatever it costs to pick up trash. Because if not, we will look like a third world country real quick because, for whatever reason, and we won't do this when we go to Ridgeland and other places, even when we're up there traveling. We don't, well, I take it back because they have been trashing up Highland County since they put the fast foods up and down there. But the bottom line is if people set something out at the curb, the city needs to pay whatever it takes to pick it up because otherwise it will be all over the city in little back roads and things like that. So, yeah, we need to go ahead and go back to that. The mayor addressed that. He said, well, we don't have the money to get the trucks and everything. We got the labor. The labor's already there. The people are already picking it up. They would just move over, be working for the new company, which would be the city. The
6: the, the thing about a a lot of I've worked in municipal government. I'm retired now. I've worked in in municipal government uh, in capacities of public safety in the past. And what I've seen is You can go out and you can buy equipment. Um, There's equipment out there. And in a lot of these lease purchase situations, uh, you don't make that first payment until one year into it. It allows you to get all your financing and everything in place. You've got a plan. But here's here's what I've always been told. Mm -hmm. Uh, People fail to plan (coughs) and they plan to fail.
0: Essentially, that's correct. That's what we have here. Well,
6: brother, I appreciate you shining a light on the uh, the beast that be out there. Uh, remember, there are there are a lot of people out there, uh, they're pulling for you. Uh, we know that you you speak, you you're keeping the oppressed people's head above water with what you're doing.
0: We appreciate you being out there listening, my friend. God bless you, man.
6: All right. Well, you be safe, and all the listeners out there be safe, and just remember, listen to what's going on. Talk about it, because if you don't talk about it and shine a light on sin, because sin don't like don't like being lit up. It likes to hide in the dark. So light it up, shine a light on it and let those people out there know that you're watching them.
0: All right, brother. Appreciate that. All right. Very well. said. You know, uh, what we have here is you got some folks who are trying to manipulate the system, trying to right wrongs. And they're supposedly righting the wrongs against a whole group of people, but only certain individuals are benefiting from it. The people they're trying to make businessmen out of and businesswomen out of, they're doing it at the expense of somebody who's just trying to keep their lights on. I don't like the, uh-huh, that, that equation is not working out for me. I'm sorry. And so we sit back and and, and watch these leaders continue to do these things and I'm convinced that an integral part of the problem in the black community is black racism. We've got to address it. It's the elephant in the room. You do not have a right to be a black racist. No more than anybody has a right to be a white racist. You cannot use what happened in the past as justification to be a racist now. No, no, no. And it seems to be a ploy, a tool of Du Bois' talented 10th that 10% of the black population that's supposed to be representative of everybody else, they ain't doing nothing but stealing and taking. I'm not doing that anymore. We're not doing that anymore. So, to those who want some change, there's change available. But it is going to be a hard-fought fought battle. You know when we get to the point where they're calling Kenny Stokes or Uncle Tom. Baby, these people serious about wrangling every penny out of this city government for their own benefit. I'm convinced from where I'm sitting, listening to the mayor, the mayor is navigating, colluding, if not with Richards. That's what it appears based on his conversation from what I'm hearing as I read between the lines. Because Hondo had to step in and say, no, Uh, basically, when the mayor spoke about the con, about a lawsuit, Kondo uh, Hondo stepped in and gave him the proper legal words he's supposed to say. So it won't sound like he's colluded, but he'd already said it at that point. Sound like he had prior knowledge that the lawsuit was coming. In my view, as if he helped coordinate the lawsuit against the city to put pressure. And it may be that there's nobody else out there want the contract. Because the way Waste Management were looking at, <clears throat> if you listen to what the Keitha was saying, if you listen to what the was Stamps was saying, that when Waste Manager brought brought in the minority contractors that they had working with them, That there's forty three thousand households that was receiving garbage collection, and the minority contractor had gotten up to about twenty thousand households that they were servicing. So it may be that waste managers saying this ain't worth it anymore for us. We can't make money off just twenty three thousand houses, and then we got to provide all this equipment. We got to provide the green energy trucks, and I, you know, as mayor. Man, I don't care if you burn natural gas. If you push the damn truck down the street, I don't care. Because I ain't buying into all this, the planet's going to starve if we don't go with propane or this kind of crap like that. No, if you want to burn gas, burn gas. About the trucks tearing up the roads, Hoss, they're going down there twice a week. And having smaller trucks, again, I can appreciate it, but that is not what the problem is. The problem is we're doing poor workmanship When we pour the streets down. They're not using the highest quality standards or materials when they pour these streets in Jackson per the requirements of the city of Jackson, not the contractor. So, again, it's just a matter of pulling the sense out of the nonsense. We're not going to do another 60 years of black folks pretending like they know what the hell they're doing. And the evidence is all around that they don't because we got to bow down at the altar of blackness. Screw that. I don't want any part of it. Let me be clear. No. We don't owe you that. Well, you running around here trying to be Nelson Mandela. Negro, please. Like the little nappy-headed folks up there in Memphis, Those legislature, legislators got expelled. Brother, think because he got an afro, he's supposed to be deep. Man, sit your butt down, you uninformed young man. Oh, okay, Kim, they were standing up. No, they weren't. They're asking for gun control. They're asking to be taken over. And the media will promote them because they want America to be disarmed and they want the black community to be disarmed. We're up there begging. we run around here pulling on the bars trying to break into jail. We're trying to be handcuffed and chained down. And anybody speaks freedom, you don't want any part of it. Donald Trump was trying to have you, get you to have individual freedom in your own life. You didn't want that. You want stuff from Joe Biden, a known racist. I'm telling you, like I said before, if it's going to be us or them, then it's, hey, let's do this. But you black racists have got to go. And I'm going to start calling you out by name. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, here's the deal. Waste management can't make the numbers work anymore. They've got half the uh, uh, 43,000 houses and they got all these requirements the city has put on them to go green. They have smaller trucks. They've got less pickups and more costs. The numbers don't work. See, and all we think about is whether or not it's a black thing, whether or not we demonstrate compassion. I'm telling you, under Kim Wade administration, baby, it's going to be dollars and cents, debits and credits, X and O's. That's how it's going to work. Because I'm tired of these folks trying to demonstrate how compassionate they are. ain't got no damn sense. That's like, oh, I love my kids, but you won't pay child support. Man, please, no. This is 2023. If you're not going to grow you got to go. We're not going to do that black crap the way y'all been doing it. It ain't working, man, for nobody but you. End of story. Let's go to Master D. Thank you. Here's the deal, folks. Why do we keep doing this stuff and then sit around and blame somebody else? This is the problem that I had with Chokeway after the water crisis and when the governor stepped in. You know, being black and being proud of your heritage and we built the pyramid crap, all that, yada, 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 whatever. Brother, what you showed were human qualities that are detested the world over. That's ingratitude. Ain't nothing cute about that. And anybody around you who tells you that, folks, that's the problem. And the fact that all these folks with the turned around collar won't say anything, but they always ready and at the ready to spring the action with their colored uh, matching T-shirts and slogans and signs and everything to show their disgruntled with white folks. But they're not showing their disgruntlement with evil, wrongdoing, lies, stealing. No, bro, this ain't working for me. And I don't need permission from you to say it ain't working for me. So if I got to join with white boy Bob to get me some satisfaction, baby, we going to get some satisfaction. See, these Negroes want to make you think that you you got to get permission from them to stand up and be a man. Not me. I came with a sack. I'm leaving with a sack. So to all you minority set-aside folks who worry and wonder about the Kim Wade administration, no, here's what you need to be doing now. And when you see me, say, Radio Strongman. Here's how I see we can help stabilize. Because my my goal is to stabilize the city financially and in the minds of the people who live here and the people who travel to here. We're going to stabilize the city. We're not going to keep doing all this foolishness to make... Somebody feel good about their blackness. You gonna what color are you now? Now that we got the garbage crisis, did you change color? Are you less black? Are you more black? You the same color you were. Get up off that foolishness, and don't try to sell me about how compassionate you are for the poor. The mayor trying to talk about the lowest big crap. What the mayor needs to do is get that $30 million that got funneled to those lawyers in that settlement. And the mayor needs to show his tax returns for him, his sister, and all the higher ups there in his administration. What's in your wallet? And if you've been doing it for the people, it would show. We knew how your daddy rolled. He wasn't out there on no paper chase. But now you are a different animal. Folks, we got the end black racism. Black racism is killing Jackson. The citizens of Jackson, it sounds good to help minorities get in positions where they have generational companies and wealth and yada, yada, yada. Damn it, I'm just trying to pay my water bill, bro. I'm over here eating beanie weenies. Out the can romaine noodles and you slamming cadillac doors and burping cristal oh no you got me tangled and twisted folks we're gonna take a break we we'll back in 22 hours